Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. I have wondered how our business would change when it was just the two of us chatting to all of a sudden we're growing a team. And well, and it literally like metaphorically, it went from like the tin can on a string to like, what is it? The operating system where they're plugging the, the cord and connecting the lines in like a year and a half. Well, and so I think we just want to walk you through that because what she just said, you probably didn't get the visual on. (laughs) So we're going to walk you through how we went from communicating as like single business owners to a partnership to now growing a team and how that has evolved and changed and how we keep it all organized um, with all of our communication tools and make sure our projects still happen on time Mm -hmm. and the work still gets done. Yeah. So, I mean, pre-partnership, there was like no communication because it was just us. Like, single person. Well, and I think <laughs> if you think about communication, like, it's it's a lot of things. Like, it was me writing a list on a piece of paper. Right, right. It was you emailing a client. Yeah. yeah. It was very simple. Like, there was no... There was no tracking system. No, there no. was no software. No. There was no... No, I would, like, text clients. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, the only communication was email and... Pieces of paper. Email, phone, and pieces of paper. Yep. Because I would call and text clients. You were so professional. I know. I know. I would, like, literally just charge their card, like, on my phone. You you know how it actually was? Because I do know this because we we did chat a little bit before we were partners. She would send me emails with no... Oh, yeah. <laughs> remember that. With no subject line. It would just be no subject every single time. And I was like... One at one point, I was like, "Hey, I I know we're ju- we barely know each other, but like, it's really hard to find your emails because you've put no context." I didn't really quite realize that emails were searchable. Like I had literally prior to that, I had literally just used emails for like signing up for like Gap newsletters, like because I was texting clients. I wasn't even really emailing clients. They would like. use my form on my website and they would have their number and I would call them. So like we would very rare, very, very rarely ever communicate via email. And so like, I've never used it in a professional sense at all whatsoever. So I had to like explain that subject lines are for context and 
how to be professional (laughs) (laughs) and what to say. Because initially when we did get together, we were running a client-based business. So we were communicating with clients via email. I still think I wrote most of the emails. Oh, 100%. Emails made me angry. And then we, like, evolved to using Wonderlist. Oh, Jesus. And being on the phone constantly. Think of, like, um, so, you know, like, receipt paper just rolls and rolls and rolls out. Yeah. That's what Wonderlist was for us. But do they – I don't think anyone realizes that we were literally on the phone with each other. All day long. Google Hangouts, too. All day long, every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we would get on the phone about like 8.30-ish and like, hey, what's up? Getting cereal, getting coffee, whatever. Okay, you want to hop on Google? Okay, sure. We'd hop on the Google Hangout and like one of, like we would live like in a little screen on the desktop from like 8.30 until 5. Or later. Or later. Mm -hmm. Every day. Every day. So what would happen if I needed something from Emily? I just looked up mm-hmm. and, and said, hey. I said, hey, what's up? Uh, can you do this? And I interrupted her constantly. And same. Yeah. Vice versa. Yeah. She's like, what are we doing about this over here? And I wasn't annoyed by it at the time. because no, Because we didn't, know. we didn't know any other way. Mm-mm. We didn't know any other way. We didn't know how it was really affecting us. And I'm not going to say it's not like we had that much to do, but like our plate was a lot lighter than it is now and like less organized. I think where it was like, yeah, it, it was just less organized. It's not like we had like 10 clients at one time. You know what I mean? Sure. We had such like high ticket clients that we were doing just one or two at a time. Right. So you were like editing photos right. and I was writing a website. Right, right. And it was very just like kind of task where you can kind of do where there's noise in the background or we can talk and interrupt. But sometimes it would be like I'm writing a blog post and like, you're now you're talking to me and now we're like figuring out what to post on Instagram and three hours later I'm gonna go back to the blog post so that was the first like six months way too long six to eight months and then we found Trello also because we did Wonderlist all right we did well so we did yeah I guess that was for almost a year it was for about nine months because that was from like March June and then Wonderless came in in September sure. when we actually partnered, and then Trello in like June it was like of the, the next spring, year, uh-huh. spring, early summer of the yeah, next year, May, June of the next year. So you're, you're over a year of interrupting each other uh-huh. constantly uh-huh. Uh-huh. on the phone constantly, uh-huh. and then and then we would like discover Trello, and then we discovered Trello. So then. We, you know, we organized our processes, we figured out, um, you know, like how we're organizing ideas and launches and blog calendar and all that stuff, which was phenomenal, right? Um, Easily, we could go into Trello and go into the blog content calendar and see which blog posts are coming up. Is Abby writing the next one? Am I writing the next one? We could easily see that. Another big factor that changed in our day-to-day was we were able to plan out our current week and we would have Abigail headers and Emily headers so I could see what is she working on this week, what am I working on this week, so I could know, like, she has these type of tasks so I shouldn't interrupt her, like, I'm going to be, you know, taking pictures or what, whatever it may be. Um, but we also were using only Trello at that point to still, like, keep each other up to date on things. So like we would do the phone stuff, but maybe I would finish a blog post and you would need to make a graphic. So I would tag you in Trello. Mm -hmm. And then I would hope that you would see it and hope that you did it. 
and then hope that you uploaded to Squarespace because this was before we really had a team to do those things. Yeah, and I think, I mean, when it was just the two of us, that worked pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Like we, there wasn't, it was like night and day from what we had. Oh, it was a bajillion times better. And we still, we still, um, we're on the phone a lot, but it wasn't as we didn't interrupt each other as often. Right. It would be more like, like, I think it was more like we would get on the phone, talk for a little bit and be like, okay, I'm going to let you go for a half hour so I can do this thing. And then I'll call you back. Mm -hmm. And whereas now like directly comparing our phone conversations, it's more like we check in in the mornings and then break for most of the day. And then if we have interviews, we'll chat. If we have a meeting, we'll chat. And then we like touch base in the afternoon again. Yeah. So, I mean, it was, it was Trello. It, I mean, yeah. Trello was where it's at. And mm-hmm. Emily and I, we had one email address. So yeah. there were two of us, but we had one email address yeah. and that worked for a while. Yeah, so how we dealt with emails when it was just us in our inbox, but we were using Trello, is we would have an ongoing tab on current week that would say emails. Yeah. And one of us or both of us would pull up our inbox first thing in the morning and make a checklist of we need to email this person. We need to talk about a potential collaboration. We need to reach out to Stripe because of this thing. We need to do whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. And so then that was what we would do together on the phone. So we would run through that checklist and we'd say, okay, thoughts on this. How do you want to handle it? One of us would write the email back to that person. Okay, now this one. And then one of us would write the email. And so we would spend the first two hours easily, easily in our inbox doing it like that and then we would kind of touch base in the afternoon in our email as in like has any of one responded to us and those like we we didn't really handle like new stuff no no so then the next day new stuff would come in and that's that's how we handled email for a while and it was exhausting it was so exhausting and it wasn't that we were doing anything wrong necessarily it was just that I think we needed to delegate sooner than we did on that. Well, and the thing is that I keep learning in business is that like very rarely, unless it's strategizing something, should we be both doing the same task? Like right now, yeah, an interview, I guess, for the podcast or an episode for the podcast. Right. And then strategizing. But like we should not be really doing that much stuff at the same time. Yeah, we there was so many things where we were basically making it out to be that there was one person working yeah. for TCC. Well, because what would happen is like, okay, we'd have the conversation about a collaboration or like an independent contractor or like something, right? So I would maybe write the email that's like, okay, cool, sounds good. You would like design up a contract and that collectively, then I would wait until that contract was done so I could attach it to the email. Then I would wait while you read the email to approve it and then we'd send it. So we both, we were both wasting the same chunk of time. No, sure. Doing one task. It was Mm-mm. crazy. So did we do the Facebook group with team before Katie came on? I think it was about the same time. So at that moment, before Katie came on, we had Allie and Sarah. So they were um, formatting the blog, re-editing the blog. And we only talked to them in Trello. We only talked to them in Trello. Um, and that worked. Oh, it worked just fine. Tagging them of, the, okay, do this one next. Okay, this is ready for you. Okay, And cool. for like 
the small group of four of us, it was peachy. Oh, yeah. Everyone was very happy. So then I think about right around the same time, we started up a secret Facebook group for team members because at that point we were adding on a couple of moderators and then we brought on Katie to manage her inbox. Right. So Katie started managing all of our, like, outward-facing communication Uh via email. Not necessarily, like, scheduled marketing broadcasts. Like, that was still us. Separate. But we're talking about, like, Mm day-to-day people are asking questions or they have customer service issues or whatever. She was handling that. And at that point, she was forwarding us emails to handle. Yeah, so we decided to have, we decided to keep our main inbox and then we decided to each get a personal work inbox. So if if it was a podcast guest, she would forward it to me. If mm-hmm. it was like a graphic thing or a pay thing, she would forward it to Abby. So we would deal with the email. We would either type a response, forward it back to Katie because we wanted it to come from our main inbox because we didn't really want people to know what our personal inboxes were. Um, or if we felt like we could reach out to that person personally, we would. Um, but then what What kind of, I think it's a mistake that did you do with your personal work email? I forwarded literally all my email to one email. From so, your personal, Abby's personal email. So all of my personal email, all of my like junk email, mm-hmm. everything went to one inbox. And I didn't know that. And so like for the longest, I was like, I forwarded you that email. Did you not deal with it? And you're like, oh, I, have, I haven't even opened my email in like a week or two. And I'm like, why? Because I check mine like every day because I have like six emails in there or whatever at any given moment. Right. And I don't think it was a terrible mistake because honestly, I was just trying to make sure I answered anyone's email. Um, but I just hated it. Like I started resenting email. And so I think we both needed a new solution and we needed some time back. And so we were, we decided, you know, okay, we have this Facebook group and that was mostly for just like camaraderie and fun. And it wasn't necessarily like super technical. Right. Like here's a link to the team meeting was like the only thing. Yeah. There was never, there was never like you need to do this task or this is what's going on. It was just to hang out. So we started to transition a little bit into using Voxer Mm -hmm. um, and communicating via voice message. And so keep in mind, Trello is still going. It's still operating amazing. Like that's still how we run all our project management, but like literally communicating with people. Yeah. Because a, a feature in Trello, like you can tag people and you can tag them on a card, uh-huh. but there's no real thread of conversation. So like, it's kind of hard once you, unless you're like how we use Trello when we tag a team member is like passing the baton. Yes. And that's all we really use it for. Like, okay, now this is your this is your thing. Right. This is your thing. I'm passing it to you. You're in that phase. It's not really great for like, okay, I have a question about this part or okay, what do you think about this? And you technically could use it oh, that way. Yeah. It's just not how we were using right. it. It was more of a getting it down yeah. the assembly line yeah. than anything else. And yeah. so Voxer became the way to ask like instant questions. Mm-hmm. Like I need to know this right now or right. I need to know 
this about this to handle this thing. Well, and it was mostly used by Katie. So she she would kind of like, so after she started forwarding basically, you know, everything in our inbox to one of the two of us, she then began to learn, okay, I can deal with this on my own, or this is how they would respond. So it lessened the forwarding a little bit, but there were still like, how would you answer this? Or what would you do with this? And part of that was just her learning like sure, how sure, literally we would sure. respond to things. So it's easier for her to vox us the question instead of basically her having to write us an entire email about an email and then us having to write an email of how she would respond to an email. Like that that's just ridiculous. So she would vox us like, hey, this person's asking about blah, blah, blah. What do you think? And then we would vox back blah, 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 blah. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. 
After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. I think the thing that really kind of, not broke it, but like, we just started getting the Our volume just exploded. The volume of email. She used to box us maybe less than 10 times a day. About n- not even less than five times. Yeah. About like it was very, very few. And we could get it and we and then it began like 15 boxes in a row. Or more. Or 20. Or that I'm like, I cannot. And keep so track of then this. we tried to like give it headings so like mm-hmm. she would vox like uh, for a minute or whatever and then she would type like, this caption. is regarding convert yeah. kit yeah and then she would put like a thumbs up or whatever mm-hmm. so we could figure out what had been responded to kind of sort of right that well, because what was happening the nature of voxer is it's, it's a it's a walkie-talkie it's, app it's a one thread well it's a one thread and it's also intermixed with questions about emails would be like oh my god my dog just did this funny thing and so you would be listening to like non-work related boxes in the middle of work related boxes so when we would miss 30 notifications it was daunting of like do I need to listen to those because they're about like our weekend or do I need to listen to those because they're about our inbox so we just wouldn't listen to them well (laughs) and because we had more than one communication thread so like we had one specifically with Katie we had one specifically with our graphics person we had one Mm -hmm. that was like our entire team and that was the one that generally got out of hand yeah um and it wasn't that they were doing anything wrong they were just just being friends right things. And so I think we we knew something needed to change, but, like, mm-hmm. we didn't know how to change it or what to change. Right. And so, you know, I think the big shift really was bringing on a, a director of operations to, like, really get us back on track. Because we had processes and we had workflows and we had, you know, project management and all of that. But... It had gotten to the point where we had scaled so quickly. Well, and that's what I was going to say. Like, it was literally just like, okay, all this is manageable with what we've got going on now. And it was like, bam! Now it's not. Like, oh, it took like a week. It was overnight, like, what exhausting, happened? exasperating, frustrating. Like, we were scared we were missing things. Because oh, we were. Like, we, uh, we were getting double booked. We were missing appointments. Stuff wasn't getting on the calendar. Like, things were falling apart. Not, like, apart, but, like, getting cray quickly. And so we brought on a director of operations, and the top priority was, like, fix team communication. Establish it. Fix it. Set a new president. Tell us what to do, and we will do it. And I think part of it is we wanted there to be a little bit of a culture shift because... A lot of our previous communication had only been with certain people. So we would spend all of this time communicating in a silo, basically, with one person about this thing when it would maybe help someone else for them to have context, but they don't necessarily need to read everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so trying to figure out how to make that all a thing, like how how do we communicate with multiple people in like a format that flows but doesn't get lost. Mm-hmm. 
Well, and so she came on and was like, y'all need to be on Slack. And we're like, I don't want one more app. I, I don't know. want one more system. I was very hesitant. I was super hesitant. I was like, I'm hesitant, mostly because I didn't want another system. But then I'm like, everyone likes Slack. I don't want to be on Slack. Like, everyone loves it. And I just don't – I. I'm a maverick in that nature, if you haven't listened to that episode. And I do the opposite of what all the cool people are doing. And so she was like, um, non-negotiable. Like, this is how I manage teams, and this is what you need to be on. And I was like, fine. And, you know, perhaps hesitant, but I think we're still in the very baby stages. Oh, yeah. We're still just getting to know Slack. We've only been (laughs) using it for a couple weeks. Yeah. Max. Yeah. Um, but it really is a lot more robust for communicating with teams yes. than any other system I've used. So yes. like I have straight up text messaged people, I have Facebook messaged people, I have Trelloed them, I have boxed them, all of the things. But Slack allows you to do many of the things that you're probably doing in your mm-hmm. other communication mm-hmm. channels, but like All in one place. Well, and it's still hard for me to describe really the difference if you're unfamiliar with Slack. So, like, just to give you a quick rundown, like, sure, we have Slack. It's free, by the way. Um, And then our director of operations has created channels. And so there are channels from everything from, like, communication about the Facebook group to email processing to graphics to our recent launch to whatever, right? We can make it as nitty-gritty or as general as we want. And I kind of thought into it, like, my expectations going into it or assumptions going into it was like, well, that's going to get really nitty gritty. And that's going to be like, now all the communication is in all of these different places. But if you're like clear about how you're organizing it and who you're adding to that particular channel, it, it really does make things a lot easier. Like we can simply ask ourselves like, okay, what is the thing that I need to communicate? Who does it need to go to and who else needs to see it? So that then determines which channel you like head to for that thing. The thing that I'm still not very clear on, but I think is interesting, is that there are so many integrations with Slack yeah. that you can really do multifunction. Like, I, I don't think we've gotten really into all the automation capabilities, but I mean, how it integrates directly with Trello, how mm-hmm. it integrates directly with Dropbox and Google, Google Drive and Google yeah. Calendar and all of those things, theoretically you should be able to type commands kind mm-hmm. of like any other automation system type commands in Slack and it does things in your other systems. Yes. Um, how- I haven't mastered that yet. No. But there are like, I know there are capabilities of like adding it to your Google calendar by typing a certain command, adding it as a card on Trello with a due date and assigning it to us particular person by using a certain command. Um, and so I know there are those capabilities. We just need to dive further into it. But at, even for how we're using it, the very basicness for how you and I personally are using it has been really helpful. And, you know, keep in mind, we went from us siloed to us together to now we have this team. And I mean, we're talking 14 plus people yeah. at any given time. And that's a lot of stuff that can get lost. Yeah. Well, and let's not be fooled, too. Like, a big piece of why our team communication is better now is because we have someone else leading the forefront of that. And, like, we've been able to really delegate a lot to her. But that delegation is done through Slack. 
And then she kind of like, I'm, I think she must have her own private channels with some of our team members that we don't even see because we don't need to be seeing her like checking in with all of them and delegating and doing whatever. Cause then that just floods our notifications. So yeah. Cause when I log in, instead of like going into Voxer, I'd log in and it would be like all in a row of all the things Mm -hmm. like I can kind of know, okay, this is priority. And so I need to go to this channel first Mm -hmm. or, um, this is probably doesn't have anything to do with me so I can wait a second. Yeah. 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 And I have a better clue as to where I should be spending my time, but it's also not a million things. Right. So it's been nice where it's like, I maybe have four notifications Uh and I can go read them and I can check up on them and maybe Mm -hmm. answer some questions. I, I'm not going to lie. I've still lost a couple of things. There's been a couple of times where things have fallen through the cracks. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that it's new. Right, right, right. But so to also give you some insight, we still use Voxer. Obviously, we still use Trello. We still use email. Um, and then obviously Slack. So what we're doing is like, if it needs like a verbal explanation, Right. We will make a note or we will go into Voxer with like Katie or that particular person and, and do a Vox just like we would have done in the past. And then we either copy that link or we just go into Slack and say, I Voxed you about blah, blah, blah. And so then she's like, okay, got it. Here's my plan of action. Here's the to do. Here's what I'm doing about that communication. Or like we'll tag someone in like our graphics person. We'll tag them in Trello. Like here's the checklist and the timeline of the things that need to get done, but we'll go to Slack to be like, it's over there. And so we're like communicating where all the things are. And it's not perfect. And I think, I think that's one of the things I want to give you some like leverage on is that when you're growing a team, you're never going to be the best at it. You're going to have to learn. Like you're going to have to fumble. You're going to have to lose some things. Like you're going to have to miss a meeting or two (laughs) before you figure it out. Oh yeah. Because that's just, I mean, every team is different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think really keeping in mind people's preferences, like some people on our team are Gabby and like they want, they want to talk, Uh but some people on our team are super visual and some people on our team, um, really need the handholding and some just need to give like brief direction and they go. Uh So knowing not only what is and isn't working like as a whole, like is super important, but knowing what is and isn't working like on a personal basis, like how do our people like to be communicated to? Yes. We're using the same system, right? but like, Am I sending a Voxer yes. to there? Am I taking a picture? Am yes. I doing a quick screen share? Like what, it, how am I communicating the thing, With but it. in one platform? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm excited about where it's going. Yeah. I, I want to keep trying to make Slack better because yes. I feel like Slack is where we're going to be for a while. Yeah. Trello will continue to stay like where we strategize and plan and, and project put, manage. Yeah. Put yeah. all of the due dates and stuff. And our day to day. But Slack will be how we communicate. It's our communication hub for sure. For sure. Yeah. So I'm interested to learn more of the commands. If you guys are Slack gurus, I would love to hear from you. We just, maybe we can, you know, dive into a little bit of that um, this later this year, but I'm excited. And, and just know that like, 
you know, you don't have to have it all figured out right now. Like you don't have to have like Trello 100% down, integrated with Slack, integrated with this, integrated with that. It's no, like a giant commands. Like no, like you don't have that. to have that figured out. Do what works for you right now. But also know that like there are so many different options out there. If there's a particular system that's stressing you out right now or process or whatever, like your emails or your graphics or your content calendar or your social media, whatever it is. There, I know there is something if you just take the weekend or the day to organize it and create that system, no matter what it looks like, it's going to help you breathe a little bit. So take note of what those are and go fix your shit. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.